The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Gaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Exercise, right? Yeah. And stretching. stretching. Ballistic stretching. (laughs) Hey, it's our uh, monthly segment with Grant Fedor from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Fit after 40. Hey, Grant. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, do you want an honest answer? Are you <laughs> just being polite? Or? I think that you got. I think that there wasn't enough stretching going on in Mexico. That's what I think. Well, there was some lifting. Yes, you should have warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Glass okay, on the maybe table to mouth. Just wasn't enough warm up. Let's just. Well, I, you, <laughs> you want to talk about dynamic and static stretching? I have no idea what that means. I know what yeah. stretching is. What do you? Well, there's different kinds of stretching. Okay. So, well, it's kind of exactly how it sounds. Static. Static does, you don't move. You're not moving. You're kind of holding the stretch for a little period of time. And dynamic stretching, you've got more movement involved in them. And they're the two kinds of stretches. Ah, There's more than that, and there's more reasons to it. But um, those are the two most common stretches that are out there. And I thought we'd talk about you know, which ones are right for what time and when you should be using them. Since we're talking about being fit after 40, stretching is important. Okay. How important? <laughs> it's important, <laughs> let me tell you. And thank you for leading us through this conversation, by the way. You're welcome. I, mostly because I, you have no idea how many people just say, I've never stretched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and of course, they're in our office. <laughs> so uh, I thought we'd talk about stretching and how important it really is. Well, let's talk about uh, two things that I think will cover pro- perhaps a great percentage of our uh, listening audience. So you have those individuals who go to the gym and they're going to work out. Yep. And you have those individuals who play a sport like slow pitch or something like that. You bet. Um, you know, just a little recreational sport. And they're, they're typically the ones, I think, both in both groups who say, well, there's no need to stretch, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with a simple workout or... You know, we'll just uh, do a quick jog to first base and get this game going. So equally important? Well, let's put it this way. That that jog to first base for certain sports and getting your metabolism increased and is probably enough for that kind of a sport depends on the sport so it if your if flexibility is really a requirement of the sport and it's a key factor in your performance then stretching is going to be more important uh, if you're warming up and you're using it as a warm-up for a sport hockey slow pitch those sort of things the warm-up is equally important and probably more important and they've done studies and this is where this topic came to mind because I've been, you know, I've been reading, I always am reading and I'm always reading beyond just the headline and the headline often is, and as an example, dynamic stretching is one where you see people uh, kind of running in place and then bringing their knees up to their chest or if they're warming up their shoulders, they're swinging their shoulders in circles. That's more of a dynamic type stretch. You're increasing your 
metabolism. You're using it as a warm-up, but you're not holding it. You're not taking something to the barrier of its movement. And those they've done studies on that and shown that if you do that right before an activity, it'll actually improve your performance. However, if you do static stretching immediately before an activity, it'll actually take away from your performance. Oh, really? And so because that's the headline, people think, oh, static stretching is bad. I shouldn't static stretch. And that's not correct. It's for a performance type sport. So right before you're about to go on where performance is absolutely necessary, you want to be your best, then that's where the study was done. And that's when, in fact, you want to do more of a dynamic stretch right before. And for all the benefits that I just talked about, it increases your circulation, gets your joints moving. It also increases the flow of oxygen and blood to the tissues. So it's going to help with your performance. And it's therefore going to obviously make you do better in it. However, if flexibility as an example is really important, not including those static stretches could actually keep the goalie as an example from being able to get across the crease and make that save. So it's all about the situation. It's about why you're using it, what you're doing it for. And that's how we have to talk about these kind of activities. Grant, should people who are not physically active at all so not going to the gym not doing anything people are not physically active at all yeah you're not doing your 30 minutes of walking you're not doing right. any of that should you be doing some stretching too it just for flexibility how uh, to move feel you a little bit better when you're getting out of bed you bet and we can't talk too broadly it, it definitely it, it let's let's say this a joint so let's talk about uh, the shoulder or the knee as an example it needs to have a certain amount of movement in order for it to remain healthy for our, for our lifestyles, no matter what it is. So if you don't move a joint, you lose it. Soft tissue di- basically shows that principle. If it's not moved, it definitely shortens and you lose that ability to move that tissue and it'll have an effect on the joint's range of motion. And if a joint doesn't get full range of motion, it doesn't get the amount of nutrition it needs. It's not going to be a healthy joint for, the, for its own longevity. So definitely keeping your range of motion is important. And Therefore, if you think about it, some stretching is is beneficial to almost everybody. Um, again, it's all why you're doing it and how you're doing it too. So it's also age-related. So for instance, if you're trying for range of motion and in trying to increase your flexibility, um, younger people don't have to hold a stretch for as long. <laughs> it's kind of obvious, isn't it? If we're between 30 and 40, the research is showing probably, I call it the rule of 30. If you're over 30, you want to hold your stretches for about 30 seconds. If you're younger than that, you probably can hold a stretch for about 15 seconds and still get a benefit. In fact, they've said any longer than 30 seconds and you're probably wasting your time. That's where the research is at. But if you're 70, you need to hold those stretches a little bit longer in order to get the same benefits from the stretch. So we tell people to hold those stretches or people of um, more advanced age to hold their stretches for up to 60 seconds. And so that's kind of just rules of thumb. Again, there's other things that come into play. Some people have instability, so their their joints move too much. And those are people Mm -hmm. that we don't necessarily recommend do a lot of excessive stretching, but it doesn't mean that they can't maintain their range of motion and keep up the flexibility that they've got. Does stretching after working out, mm-hmm. whether you're on an elliptical, whether you're lifting weights, maybe it could have been playing a, a curling game. Does stretching afterwards help in the recovery of um, muscle pain? Depends on the research you read. Okay. However, the answer is when we talk about static stretching, and that's what I wanted to get to. And it was a great <laughs> question that you asked because in fact, 
that's when we recommend static stretching, once you've had a warm-up. If you've actually gotten through the warm-up or you're finishing an activity, that's when static stretching is actually going to be its most beneficial because the tissue's already mm-hmm. warm, it's already got the circulation, and now you're going to take it and add some stress to that tissue, which will help with elongating it and giving you the health out of the tissue that you want. So the answer from a practical perspective is yes, in fact, you will get the benefits of flexibility and everything else that goes with stretching after or during an activity once you've kind of got moving. So that's kind of what we recommend. It's all about when. So if you're if you're going to work out and you start to feel it a little bit and you're feeling like you're stiffening up and you're during an activity, it's a good time to apply a static stretch to it. Huh. Um, definitely afterwards though, uh, that is probably the most or ideal time for somebody to be stretching. It's after the activity. There is research that shows Although they don't know why, it can help with cramping. It can also help with delayed onset muscle soreness. I've looked and looked. People have put out different reasons why they think it's happening. Nobody's actually, from a physiological standpoint, yet pinpointed exactly why. There's different people who will throw out different answers. They'll use terms like Golgi tendon organs and Mm -hmm. things like that and what happens during that. However, what we do know is it does help with with the effects of those things like cramping and delayed onset muscle soreness. You know, I'm curious. I know the I know the uh, the segment's called Fit After 40. Yeah. But I also know you're open to any question. I am. So I'm curious, though, as, as a former coach of football, mm-hmm. um, and these were 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds, the warm-up that we would do with the team, and I'm sure coaches do it now today, could take up to 40 or 45 minutes from running on the spot to stretching out to whatever but you just finished saying that the younger you are the less time you need warming up uh no the less time you need to hold a stretch for it to be effective oh, okay so not how long should you be stretching up. for then well it, it depends i mean the the studies have shown different things but literally uh, i've seen as less as as little as five minutes uh to be effective in the activity that you're gonna perform so well the reason i, I ask is because you you have these 15 year olds who are warming up for 30 minutes mm-hmm. doing various different things right but then you know beer league hockey players don't do that right but it would make more sense that they do it longer you would think well you also think about why they're doing it so in football a lot of that is conditioning as well and preparing somebody for the you know the effects of a long game and getting them up to be in better shape you know the i know not to put down any beer league hockey players but they're not necessarily going out there to perform at their absolute best and you know, to some of them don't even care if they win the hockey game. To be honest, <laughs> with they're more worried about the beer after. So, so it depends on why you're doing it. Certainly, somebody who's playing, uh, you know, the weekend warrior, there is, there's without a doubt, a warm up is going to be beneficial to their performance. But here's the, and here's the real caveat, and I'm sure I'll get called on this, but there's still yet a great research article out there that shows that it'll actually prevent injury by spending longer doing a warm-up before. There's anecdotal evidence of it, and there's research on both sides. But in fact, they've done studies, for instance, with the the military, where they instituted a huge stretching regimen and, in fact, didn't lead to any decrease in injuries. Hmm. Doesn't mean it didn't affect their performance. So there's two different ways to look at it. Is it preventative? Now, 
Now, as a physio, we do know that we need to have certain range of motion of a joint in order for it to be healthy, like I talked about earlier. And as an athlete, in order for you to perform your best, there's something called strength length curve. So what that means is that the the longer a tissue is, the more likely it is to be able to generate strength from it. So a pitcher, as an example, just looking at fulcrum, the more flexible they are, the longer the arc of movement, the faster the ball is going to be pitched. So we know that there's a performance basis to flexibility. And that's where we aim a lot of what we want out of our patients. We know that in order for a joint to perform properly, it needs to be able to move through a full range of motion. So that's certainly going to play a role, and it's important for us every day in our clinics. Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy joining us in studio for the, our monthly Fit After 40 segment. We're talking stretching today. If you have a question for us, give us a shout at uh, 630-630, or you can call us at 496-0063. Dynamic and static stretching. A quick break here. We'll be back with more with Grant right after this. joining us in studio this afternoon we're talking about uh, stretching and we wanted to get to this oh we did have a call but they're gone now so oh. if you want to call back you can at 4960063 um I like the idea of doing a few stretches while still in bed in the morning, whether it's you bring your knee up, knee up, whatever. And I know some people get out of bed and they'll do different stretches and other people do yoga first thing in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. When are you doing that? What, do you sh- what should you be doing? Well, it's there's definitely, and again, going back to what I talked about earlier in the show, there's there's a benefit to both dynamic and, okay. and static stretching. And it comes back to maintaining our flexibility, increasing the circulation to the tissue, making sure that it's functioning normally. And certainly if people have, have, uh, stretching in the morning is a good example. When we lay in bed, that's a period of immobility. Mm -hmm. We're not moving. So it has an effect on the tissues. The tissues do shorten when they're not moved. So getting up in the morning, that's a good time to take yourself through a little bit of a a stretching regime, especially if you've got problems. And that's a whole nother subject of how we use stretches for medical Mm -hmm. treatment. And there's no arguments there. We can definitely go through the research on certain exercises that are beneficial and stretches that are beneficial for certain conditions. Um, that being said, it comes down to what you're feeling and 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 how people are comfortable with stretching. And those that are going to yoga, as a good example, are very a lot of them are very in tune with their bodies. They know what they should be feeling. Uh, but for those of you listening out there, mm-hmm. generally speaking, if we're talking about static stretching for the health of our tissues, what it's as important of how you're doing the exercise. So number one, you want to make sure that you're doing the stretch properly. So, you know, I... As you've heard me say before, good old Google, there's certain things that it's good for and there's certain things that it's not good for. Reading about or seeing and having somebody take you through the proper stretching on Google, there's nothing wrong with that. Certainly watching to see how it's supposed to be done properly is important, but what you're feeling is the most important thing. And when people feel discomfort during a stretch, guess what, guys? It's too much. It's not a good thing. Right. When you feel a little bit of tension in the tissue, that's appropriate. Those are the static stretches that we're looking for. So we're looking for that little elongation held for 15 to 30 seconds. 
I won't get into the details. They've done studies about more ballistic or forced and intense stretching. Under the right conditions, there's a benefit for it. You can definitely get more range of motion out of a joint when you're doing it that way. But I definitely recommend for those people out there who aren't comfortable with that kind of, you're not, you've never been a high performance athlete. That's not the type of stretching for you unless mm-hmm. you've got a professional you're working with. I got it. So you're, you're trying not to confuse stretching with exercise then. You're not trying to develop more muscle here you're trying to just add flexibility we're trying to make sure that yes when we're doing when we're talking about general range of motion and general fitness and keeping ourselves as healthy as we can for those who are trying to remain fit after 40 for those of of us who like to enjoy a run on the weekends but don't want to deal with an achilles tendonitis creeping up on us maintaining the flexibility of the tissue is going to be beneficial and doing it properly is just as beneficial so talking about the achilles as an example you know hanging off of a stare with your entire body weight when you've never stretched before is probably not the best idea. However, gently applying a stretch to the Achilles with a towel till you feel some discomfort behind the calf. And you and again, when I say discomfort, I mean some tension. And then holding that, that's going to be beneficial for the long run. Not You're gonna pain, get, tension. That's mm-hmm. right. Tension, not pain. And I think when we grew up, and I, it might go back to this, but a lot of times we were old school taught if you're not feeling it, it's not gonna it's not helping you and so we continue that throughout our lives but in fact that's not necessarily the case and it's even less so the case as we get older it's more likely to cause problems than help us I thought stretching was only done to prevent injury Yes, and what I'm telling you is (laughs) stretching is important to do throughout our lifetimes to maintain the range of motion of our joints and Hmm. tissues so that they can be healthy and we can, you know, age gracefully. What are the specific types of injuries that you see every day as a result of people not stretching? So we see both. We actually see people over stretching and we see those people who don't stretch enough. Um, Certainly if your tissues aren't you don't have the proper range of motion of a joint and you try to force it beyond what it's supposed to accomplish. So, uh, you know, and I use the off air, I use the example of the guy who's uh, decides to play goal with his kids and is, you know, he fires a little ball to the lower corner and he stretches his leg out further than what it's supposed to be. You're going to sustain an injury. So you need to make sure that you've got that flexibility if that's the kind of thing that you want to do. So that would be a good example of something we see some tissue beyond taking it beyond its barrier, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suffer uh, an injury no matter what, no matter what the flexibility. You see it with professional athletes. Yeah, they can tear their hamstrings. So Grant, I want to actually really understand this. Okay. So let's say that I want to play catch with my son. Yep. So what I should be doing is making sure whatever full range of motion I intend to use or anticipate using while playing catch with my son, that's what I stretch to. So I put my arm out for the long high one. I bend over. I I mean, is that what I'm trying to do is accomplish all that range of motion before I do it? You're not going to accomplish it all. But certainly if that's if, you know, and just throwing a ball with your son is probably not necessarily the thing you need to spend 10 minutes warming up and stretching for. But if you were to go out and play slow pitch and that's what you're going to do, you definitely are going to want to get make sure that your tissues have proper range of motion in order to not have an injury. It's going to definitely pay off. Really quickly, because we're almost out of time, because no there's problem. a couple of questions that just came in. Kay. Are there stretches to help with shin splints? 
there are stretches that help with shin splints. There's quite a few stretches. Shin splints can come from various reasons, stress fractures or some periostitis where the muscle pulls away mm -hmm. from the bone. It also can be from the muscle being too large for the space. So in the cases where this, where the muscle's kind of pulling away from the bone, gently stretching the toes down toward the floor is important so that you're getting a stretch on what's called tibialis anterior. Um, again, these are, if you've got these questions, feel free to send them to me at askthephysio. It's at leadingedgephysio.com okay. and I can answer them a little bit better than the yeah. quick time we've okay. got. Okay, so leadingedgephysio.com, ask the physio, click on that link right there. Grant will we'll take the time to, to you fill you in because there's a couple of uh, in here. Can you become flexible again after you've maybe not so flexible? Yes, yes, yes. Tissue is, is viscoelastic. It de demonstrates the principles of elasticity, meaning it can gain its mm -hmm. uh, its normal length over time. It's when you're pushing it too hard, too fast, too soon. That's uh, back to your question you asked. That's when we typically see patients. And those are the patients that are trying to become flexible. For instance, someone's going to yoga and they push themselves too hard. Sometimes we see those patients yeah. in the clinic. Mm -hmm. So definitely listen to your body. It's very, very important that you do. And also make sure that you're doing it at the right time. I think if everybody knows that when we're talking about the dynamic or the, the static stretching, sorry, Make sure it's being done after a warm-up and not just cold. Don't just sit there and, you know, throw that leg out in front of you, see how far you can bend to touch your toes and hold it. Uh, that's not necessarily going to I'm glad you, you warned me. I was yeah, about to. I guess, yeah. I guess your, day, your plans tonight are completely different. I, I saw you going in that direction. That's why I said it. Grant Fedor from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Again, the website is leadingedgephysio.com. There is a link right there that says Ask the Physio. Click on it. Grant will get back to you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next month. Absolutely. See you all. Insulation. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.